The EV meets the RV in a modern new camper. I'm Robert Colangelo, and this is Green Sense, where we bring you eco-innovations that make our lives better. This week, it's the Colorado Teardrop Camper Trailer, designed to be towed by electric vehicles. We're joined by Dean Wiltshire of Colorado Teardrops. Dean, welcome to Green Sense. Thank you. Yours might be the first camper trailer designed for EVs. Uh, how did the idea come about to make a camper trailer just targeted to the EV market? Well, uh, you know, listening to uh, modern press, being an environmentalist myself, caring about the environment, we're located in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, we were thinking, how can we make things better? Uh, you know, uh, it's obvious that uh, EVs are designed for efficiency when you hook a trailer to uh, an EV. It's not going to go as far. We want EVs to be a success. So we're doing all we can to make that happen. So the Boulder model carries its own battery. Uh, how does it sync up with an EV and will it work with any EV? Uh, that is our objective. Uh, it syncs up basically with uh, your standard two inch uh, uh, ball, not to be facetious if, uh, if you will, but it's important to understand that you will have to pull over to charge your EV from the trailer. Today's technology does not allow a live power feed into a moving EV. And why is that? Uh, that is something the manufacturers have done, and uh, I imagine there's a real good uh, reason for it. Uh, we will uh, be working with the manufacturers to see if we can't overcome that together. So currently, uh, cars have to stop to get charged, but maybe down the road, uh, that's something that might change? That's correct. Yes, that's what we're, uh, we're hoping for. Is the idea that you would park this camper at night and then recharge your batteries? That's an option. You should be able to charge it in your garage at an EV charging station on the road. So you fill them both up. Uh, you know, there's a point uh, between uh, Grand Junction and uh, Green River, uh, Utah, that's about 101 miles, 110 miles, no gas stations. So if you don't read the sign, uh, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're hosed on Highway 70 uh, in the great Utah um, uh, basin area there. Uh, so the same is true with EVs. If you, you get stuck on the open road uh, between charging stations, the idea is that you can pull over and do, this is important, uh, DC uh, rapid charge. Uh, restoring the energy in DC, it's going to a DC battery. Uh, we will have 480 volts driving that at about 50 watts to rapidly fill that car up. So DC fast charger. And what, what type of times are we talking for that charge? Well, the industry is saying that it should take about 10 um, minutes to do 100 miles worth of charge. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, right, right. And, and of course, those are our objectives, our goals. Uh, we haven't uh, built one out just yet. We've got the design down. Uh, I actually have a staff in Long Beach uh, shopping va uh, battery vendors and all that. We do have everything specified, but we're at the point now to where we're starting to select vendors. Can the trailer be used to power other equipment? Absolutely. Uh, you may have read that the Ford F-150 can charge your home, run your home. That's our objective here as well. Uh, so, you know, you should be able to charge your vehicle, obviously. You should be able to, while you're camping, run your air conditioner, your uh, uh, your uh, plug-in heater, if you will, uh, you know, in, in cold weather conditions. Uh, and uh, theoretically plug it into the house and run your house from it if need be. Is this teardrop camper targeted only to the EV owner or can traditional um, 
cars using uh, gas maybe use this too? Uh, yes, uh, we, we actually have a customer up in uh, the great state of Washington that is uh, acquiring one. She's got a, um, a Toyota, uh, gosh, um, she's got a Toyota a light one and she can't tow uh, anything over 2000 pounds. So in her scenario, we're making one without batteries. So that'll be super light for her and uh, uh, she'll be able to tow it with her, uh, her Toyota. What are some of the design features and technological challenges required to get a camper trailer to work with EVs? Uh, excellent question. Uh, certainly lightweight and ergonomics are important and aerodynamics. Uh, so we've done a whole lot of uh, uh, wind tunnel simulations to make sure that we reduce drag. Uh, and from that, we created a calculator so that we could understand the effect of a system, a system being both the tow vehicle and the trailer. So we've modeled our uh, trailer behind several popular EVs, the Ford F-150, uh, the Tesla X, and uh, a couple of others that customers have asked us about. So what are there other exterior design features that make it unique? Uh, certainly, uh, you know, the um, uh, Goldwing doors. Uh, the uh, fenders are uh, super important to us. Uh, they, they allow storage. See, uh, a teardrop trailer is to begin with a very small footprint, right? Uh, yet ours is designed for a family of four. So the ergonomics are really important both inside and outside to achieve the comfort level for a family of four to camp uh, in four seasons. We're in Colorado. Four seasons here is really a big deal. You know? uh, so uh, the, the fenders, the shape of the vehicle, the uh, hatch in the back that uh, opens up to reveal the galley, you know, all of that, uh, some of that comes from our existing designs, but we had to make all of that slip through the air nice and uh, easily so that the coefficient of drag was very low. What about the interior? Any special design features there? Absolutely. Uh, we're one of the uh, only teardrop manufacturers that offers bunk beds uh, for a family of four in a small space. So in our uh, Boulder uh, teardrop, we kept that going. So we have two bunks and a queen size. So um, mom, dad, or whomever, and some children up to five feet tall uh, can all be comfortable there. And then if it rains outside in the evening, uh, the um, inside turns into a uh, sitting space uh, for meals. So a family of four can gather around the table on two couches and uh, enjoy a nice big meal cooked outside uh, in the galley. What about showers and a kitchen? Uh, excellent question. So the galley is outside. Remember, this is the essence of camping. This is not the big RV that you take to the big uh, RV portion of the national park with generators running and dogs barking and NBA on TV and such. Uh, this is uh, camping. This is you and your family in nature, hopefully somewhat secluded. Uh, that's our objective with all our models. Um, so uh, you are cooking outside, preparing meals, uh, like you would if you were camping. And so your kitchen pulls out of the trailer? Describe that a little bit more yeah. for the audience. Thank you. Uh, we have a galley door that pops open that reveals uh, nice shelving, stainless steel uh, galley shelves and uh, all the components you need. That's uh, on the main level. Then there's bifolding doors that uh, swing out uh, that have shelves that pop up that hold the uh, camping stove and a bar top. 
you will. And then under uh, the main shelf, there's a refrigerator that pulls out. So you pull out your refrigerator and you've got all your goods in there. Um, and then there's uh, other storage for food goods, pots and pans and such. So, you know, with your uh, stove there, you're, you're able to cook. Now for your hot water, we do on-demand hot water. And of course the trailer will carry uh, 12 gallons of uh, drinkable water. Now you can turn that immediately into hot water uh, through the uh, on-demand hot water uh, system, which allows doing the dishes very easily. You know, if you're grilling a nice steak in the backcountry, one of your challenges now is to clean all that grease mm -hmm. off your, uh, your plates and such. Uh, so that's so important. And then uh, we also offer an option to where you can take a creek or uh, a bucket full of water out of the creek and turn that into uh, immediate uh, on-demand hot water to shower with that water. Wonderful. What kind of interest have you gotten with the launch of the Boulder model? I, uh, you know, it just launched yesterday and it's been overwhelming in the sense that uh, our YouTube channel uh, has been extremely busy. Our uh, email has been, um, you know, overflow with uh, the uh, phone has been ringing, uh, which is one of the reasons I'm up early, both to talk to you and <laughs> get, get to work and uh, start getting that down. We've also uh, have taken several deposits already. And, you know, the launch yesterday was to our friends in the press. Uh, today is when uh, potential customers start to hear about it. You know, COVID has created winning winners and losers in companies out there. Uh, have you been a benefactor and has camping been a benefactor of COVID? Uh, absolutely. The entire uh, outdoor marketplace, uh, you know, whether you're uh, selling paddle boards or uh, canoes, uh, 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 bows and arrows, uh, you are busy because the world has uh, uh, realized that outdoor and separation is a good place to be right now. Uh, it's tragic what's happening to our, uh, our globe and the people that have passed and such. Uh, but, but I think the, the world is uh, reconnecting with mother nature as well, uh, which is uh, uh, just a thrill for us. You know, it was very dark days here in Colorado. We had to shut down for about five weeks. And uh, I had no idea uh, when we were coming back, if in fact we were going to have uh, a marketplace. Uh, if I was gonna at that time uh, be able to keep my uh, dozen employees busy. Uh, of course we had orders, but uh, you know, there's supply uh, chains and all kinds of things to work out. And then all of a sudden, boom, it just all exploded. We're uh, sold out until uh, June right now, which has encouraged us to get uh, greater space. We've got the building next door, 20,000 square feet that we're just moving into now to uh, be able to further embrace the builds, bring the calendar in because nobody wants to wait a, a year for their trailer. So uh, we've got the additional space and we're actually trying to hire another 19 people, which will take us to 49 employees to build uh, teardrop trailers. Well, let's talk a little bit about the economics uh, of the sure. teardrop trailer and your business model. So tell us about your business model. Do you manufacture and sell? Do you rent these? Do you have inventory on hand in a showroom or are they all custom made? So if you get uh, those are a number of questions. So first, absolutely. what's your business model? <laughs> okay, so I come from the high tech world and uh, uh, my last corporate position was a uh, uh, global product manager. Uh, so we designed this uh, by asking questions and as a uh, former software kind of guy, right? We started with beta customers. Well, guess what? Our beta customers were rentals. Uh, so we built, my son and I built four and uh, we put those out for rentals so that we could learn how they could be broken. Nothing like renting your stuff to figure out how it could be 
broken, right? Um, and uh, what uh, people thought of the design. And from there, we, we actually taped them and interviewed them uh, so that we could uh, refine our design. And we did so uh, through that process. After a while, we stopped renting because, uh, you know, I, I'm a sailor out of Santa Cruz. If I uh, rent a boat to sail out of Santa Cruz Harbor, uh, it's owned by somebody that's trying to pay their marina fees, right? So same kind of concept. Uh, we now uh, encourage our customers to rent out their teardrops. Um, so that we, we backed away from the rental business. There's still a market there. Anybody that buys our teardrops, we can set them up so they can rent their teardrop, if you will. Um, so we, your, um, your business model is to manufacture and sell these? That's correct. So And then do you we, have an inventory in stock or are all these custom made? Uh, we make them to order. We uh, do have a showroom, uh, so we can show uh, uh, several models. But, uh, you know, the showroom is one thing. It's when the customer walks down the manufacturing line and sees the quality going into each trailer. That's when they buy. That's when they understand why we're different. So your company uh, manufactures and sells these units, and uh, based on your website, they range between forty-five to fifty-four thousand. Is that correct? Uh, no, they, um, our classic line they start at fifteen thousand, and now the uh, the Boulder will have a retail price of fifty-five thousand with the seventy-five okay, kilowatt so, hours of batteries. So fifteen to fifty-five thousand, and a mm -hmm. traditional teardrop camper or trailer ranges between ten to twenty thousand. What makes yours more expensive? Oh, well, um, I wouldn't say they're more expensive in the sense that you have to be careful of price points. Uh, the lower price ones, for example, will have one door and they won't be insulated and they'll be fabricated or made out of plywood just uh, three quarter inch plywood sidewalls. That won't last forever. We use aircraft grade aluminum to uh, form our cabins, uh, meaning uh, we take uh, 6061 aluminum and uh, bend, break it, uh, weld it all to make a, a cabin like a DC-3. It's gonna last generations. They say in a million years when somebody excavates our time, we're gonna be a layer of aluminum. And of course, my joke is our customers will be sitting around their table inside their teardrop. So the Colorado Teardrop is a family business. You've said that earlier, and uh, you're, you're at the foot of the Rocky Mountains, and you currently employ, I think, 18 employees, and you said you're trying to go to 40, somewhere around uh, there? Well, uh, we currently employ 35. Today is when I run payroll, so uh, I've you know that. that. So, yeah, and uh, we, we are looking for another about 18 employees uh, to uh, help us uh, yeah. uh, further grow. That's great to be growing in this uh, uh post or uh, I don't know, post COVID or whatever we're in, but uh, right. tell us about some of the challenges of running a small manufacturing business in the U.S. during COVID or post COVID. Right, right. Well, uh, thank you for that opportunity. First of all, it is a thrill to find somebody that does want to work. Uh, we have uh, uh, targeted the uh, service field uh, to hire folks. And, and what we look at is, hey, what did, uh, how did you spend the uh, Sunday afternoons with uh, your parents in the garage? You know, were you swinging the hammer? Were you making a go-kart with uh, mom or dad and what have you? Those skills are really important. I don't care if they're, if they're a bartender now or a waiter or what have you. If they can read a tape measure, we can train them. So uh, one of the unique things is here in Boulder, Colorado, there's no there's no other RV manufacturers. So it's not like we're pulling from uh, you know the industry pool, if you will. We're we're bringing folks in with the right skill sets and training them. Uh, additionally, uh, the supply chain has been uh, very difficult to uh, manage. I've got this incredible uh, woman uh, that uh, uh, and, and she's a uh, uh, 
out of college, but she's very uh, aggressive. She is our buyer and she will find, uh, you know, stacks of plywood down in Colorado Springs or up in Wyoming and have that shipped to us. Um, and, and, uh, you know, the bigger we get, the more we're able to buy in bulk. So that's been really the challenge. You know, money is like gasoline to run a business. And, uh, when you're starting on a shoestring, such as I did, you know, we, we used to ask for 50% down. Now we typically ask for $3,000 down. Um, and, uh, that's because we've hit the point to where we have plenty of customers. It's actually a deficit on the books to show deposits from customers customers because it says, hey, well, you haven't built them a trailer. You just owe them money, right? And uh, we don't need that, that liability, if you will. So we've lowered that as much as possible as we've been able to uh, bulk buy our inventory and such. And, and how are you financed? Personally, debt, equity, venture capital? Uh, we are uh, shoestring uh, personally, so we we, uh, we did finance uh, based on a house I sold uh, a while ago. So I'm all in, right? Um, <laughs> There's no and, turning back, right? <laughs> no turning back, committed. And uh, you know, uh, uh, we we don't have uh, liability outside of the uh, deposits we've taken. Well, I found that nothing sharpens the senses more than cash flow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it allows you to absolutely. laser focus. Um, <laughs> yeah. So in closing, uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about a reality out West is the California fires and the Western drought have just had a severe impact on Western states and Colorado's air quality, especially in Denver, has been uh, worse than Beijing, which uh, is, is, is a lot to say. Also, a lot of camping sites won't let you start fires. You can't, you can't uh, uh, take showers. So how is this impacting uh, the camping business in, in, in your uh, sales? Well, uh, so it's uh, short term. I mean, we had the same challenges uh, last year. We had uh, local fires that really created some bad air quality. Uh, we have a saying here in Colorado, if you don't like the weather, stick around a few minutes, it'll change, right? So as I look out the window today, I can actually see blue skies and I can see temperatures that are going to be uh, uh, in the 80s versus the 90s. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's all uh, changing uh, depending on how the wind is blowing. Yes, it's been bleak uh, and the weather, you know, climate change is for real. Um, when I go camping, I look at smoke maps, uh, weather forecasts and crowds. Uh, for example, I-70 is closed right now. So I couldn't get to Utah easily unless I took the boring I-80 real quick up, up that way. Uh, so uh, there are uh, definitely challenges, uh, but the West is a big place. A lot of places to hide out here. You know, uh, if you look at uh, a nighttime uh, picture of the United States, uh, you'll see a whole lot of uh, darkness in the West because there's not as many of us out here. Well, Dean, I really appreciate you being on. Uh, our heart goes out to everybody out West. And, you know, this climate change issue is real. We all have to do our part. It's not something government's going to do. It's going to come down to us individually. And uh, it sounds like your company is trying to uh, uh, ma make a little dent in the climate change issue. So, Thank you for joining us and we wish you the best of luck as you kick off your company. Thank you, Robert. It's a pleasure. Have a great day, sir. That's Dean Wiltshire of Colorado Teardrops talking about their new Boulder model designed for EVs. I'm Robert Colangelo. This is GreenSense. Subscribe to our podcast at greensensefarms.com and check out the GreenSense Minute every Thursday and Saturday on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM Chicago.